bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer there, my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits but a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. This is The Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. Sponsored by Concordia University on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the Common Council president and the Common Council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. This will be the shortest hour we've ever had. How's that? I don't think we've ever had an hour this short. DJ Brother Z, that's that's his fault. He'd be, he be jacking me. Actually, it's Kyle's fault. Actually, it's you. No, I'm, I'm trying to go, man. He's, so he's trying to roll up out of here. <laughs> he's, it's my fault. We out. But I have a guest here in the studio today, and I'm excited because she is from the American Red Cross uh, chapter here in Milwaukee, southeastern Wisconsin, where I'm in being in total, um, you know, being totally open. I sit on the board for the American Red Cross, and, and I'm a proponent, although I ain't giving y'all no blood no more. I got one of them little <laughs> things that say, hey, you gave this. I was like, I gave that much blood? Oh, no, we're not, we not doing this no more. That's too much blood. We have... Now, tell me if I say your name right. Shana. Shana. Uh-huh. Shana Beal. Yep. Who is from the American Red Cross. And she works with volunteer efforts. And so I thought it was important enough that people hear <laughs> how important it is and, right. and how everything else in America is short. Jobs. So if you can imagine jobs being mm-hmm. short where you actually pay people $100,000 a year. Right. What about volunteers? So tell us a little bit about who you are, um, how you got to Milwaukee, did you grow up here, all that stuff, and then what do you actually do for the Red Cross? Yeah. So thank you for having us on, having me on. Um, Shana Beal, I've been working for the Red Cross for 10 years, so I've been managing uh, disaster uh, response efforts in southeast Wisconsin for four and a half years. So I'm originally from Mississippi. Uh, but I've uh, been uh, here, in Mil- here in the Milwaukee area and uh, enjoy it. My spouse is from here. Mm-hmm. So um, just uh, having a having a good time. Uh, but for the Red Cross, I've um, uh, managing disaster response for nine counties in southeast Wisconsin. We carry what? what, what? <laughs> How many counties? Nine. 
okay. And within those nine counties, <laughs> we carry 50% of the state's disasters just mm-hmm. in those nine counties. Um, and over 80% of those responses happen in, in Milwaukee. Wow. So uh, last year we had over 1,600 people uh, that were displaced in the city of Milwaukee from a house fire. Uh, that's the number one disaster that we respond to. We know that people see the hurricanes and now, the large. That's not 1,600 fires. 1,600 people. 1,600 people. So yep. there might have been like half that in fires. About, not, yeah, okay. uh, close to about eight to 900 events, okay. Okay. events uh, disaster events. So, yeah, we um, have been supporting those individuals. We, um, you know, once they're displaced, we have a great relationship with the Milwaukee Fire Department. They call us out uh, right when they're heading to a scene to respond to a fire, and we support those families, uh, those individuals displaced. But over 1,600 um, uh, this last year, and we're relying on six volunteers. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. Six. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Six. Six volunteers that live in the city of Milwaukee. We actually gained one last week, so one okay. seven. We're up to seven, and but so, that live in the city of Milwaukee. And so um, you're here for what? Because we need more volunteers, community folks to step up in the city that can help their neighbors okay. when they're displaced. All right. And that's pretty much it. And that's so, pretty much it. And so I want to be a volunteer. What do I have to do? Like, f- f- first of all, where do I call or where do I email? Yep. So you contact me directly. So uh, I can give my phone number. It's 414-739-5993 or send me an email at shana.beal, S-H-A-N-A dot B-O-B-E-A-L, B-E-A-L at redcross.org. Okay. Um, we sit down with the individual. Um, and you have and to be vetted. And have to be vetted. Background. Absolutely. Go stuff. through a background check, uh, volunteer application. Mm-hmm. Then after that, we spend about a day going through training. So about seven to eight hours is the training because we do empower people to have financial tools in their hands to help people right away. So there is a little bit of training that's involved. And then after that, what we're doing is uh, uh, looking at the city in communities, MPD districts. So wherever you live, wherever you fall within your MPD district, we're just asking community folks, can you respond and take care of your district? So if you live in MPD District 5, or 3, or 7, where the majority of our fires happen, then we just want you to take care of your community, help take care of your community. So then why don't you use fire station areas? We, we do utilize those two. Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. So, and but so depending on where the person has reside. that frame of reference, correct? police or fire, yep. if, it's, if they're used to fire and they know that area, then they can think... Okay, I'm in this fire area district. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Yep. And so uh, you can, uh, it's just looking at your immediate community area Mm -hmm. based on where the fire comes in. We look at those volunteers that live in that area and say, hey, you know, can you respond whether it's 2 a.m. or 2 p.m. to to that disaster? How much work does that take? I mean, you know, we talk about being a volunteer and I'm going to give you seven or eight hours of work. And then, like, I got called 9,570 times. So yeah. How, how do I, how, how do I, how, how's all that work? So, on the scene of a fire, from the time you get called to by the time you get to the scene, help somebody, and by the time you get back home, it could be about an hour and a half to two hours. Okay. Um, folks can, you know, say, hey, I'm available only Monday through Friday, nine to five, to help if there was a fire. Okay. I'm only available on Saturdays because I work during the week. So as we really tailor it to the availability of the volunteer. Really? Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. We've become that flexible. And so I don't have to <laughs> worry about, 
I'm going on vacation tomorrow and I don't want to do something, you know, if if I have time set from three to five or four to six on Tuesday and Thursday, that's perfectly fine. We'll take it. Okay. We'll take it uh, okay. because we know volunteers are just that they're volunteers about 50 percent of the time. Most of our volunteers are out of pocket. So uh, that's why we need more people to help fill in those gaps. OK. Yep. And so when you say gaps, what is your what's the area of your sweet spot? to have enough people hired? So based on kind of community MPD districts or fire community areas, if we had 10 volunteers in every area. So you want to um, go from six yep. to 70? Right. Okay. That will sustain the program, pre- prevent burnout, uh, ensure that we have enough people to support the many events that we have. Um, our Anytime our single family fires can um you know, go from one a night to, you know, this weekend we had six events since six fire events that we responded to just in Milwaukee. Wow. Um, so, you know, you can't rely on the same two people, uh, the same six people to take care of those. Right now we're relying on a lot of people that live in Oconomowoc and Dodge County and Kenosha uh, to support the events in Milwaukee. So um, uh, if we can at least even get to 35, half of what we what we would right. say we right. ideally need, that 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 would be a, a, a lift on our team. And so that's something that that we as Milwaukeeans need to really start to look into as it relates to helping people and fires. Right. I've got Shana Beal from the American Red Cross. We'll be right back. 833-212-1017. Hit me on the talk and text line if you got any questions for her. And we'll talk more about volunteering for the American Red Cross. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. We're here with, is it Shana? Shana Beal. And she's from the American Red Cross. Disaster services. Disaster relief services. Disaster Disaster services. Disaster services. They got so many like layers and people (laughs) and I just, I I get lost in the whole thing. But, but that's how intricate it is to -hmm. get the work done that you have to have people that are specializing Mm -hmm. in things like that. Um, Talking text line, Prince said, what does help look like instead of opening my home? Mm -hmm. Can I pay for days at hotels or donate money and then they can, House people, how does that work? So the, really the best way to help is you can always donate to the Red Cross. Is, uh, you can't, we can't necessarily earmark for a specific house that uh, uh, house fire that cur- occurs at 925 North 28th. Right, Just made right. that address up, but we always take donations. Um, but the best way to help is to sign up and, and volunteer if you have that time. What we do is when there's a fire, 
Uh, we respond to the scene or we do have the ability to help a client virtually. We got pretty good at that during COVID. Uh, but we respond to the scene, uh, take some basic information from the clients. Um, and then after that, uh, volunteers are trained in uh, providing the financial tools to assist people on the spot. So uh, we either give them a prepaid debit card or we can uh, give them funds via electronic funds transfer where they can go to Walmart and get their money or they can get it directly into their bank account or PayPal if they have it. So, wow. um, uh, so really, so, there, so there's really not a reason why people can't get help. Right. Okay. Right. We have multiple ways that we can issue financial assistance and we mm. give it to people right on the spot. The money they say they want it in their bank, bank account, uh, within 60 seconds is there. 60 what? Six, 60 seconds. Wow. Or less. I need to go hang out with the Red Cross. <laughs> I think I got a problem at my house. Can y'all help me? Yeah. <laughs> if it's a fire, we'll be there. If Why it's a vehicle versus home, vehicle versus home, we'll be there. Why does it a have flood to be? will be oh. there. <laughs> oh, a flood. Okay. Yep. Hey, hey, hey. DJ, DJ, DJ Brothers, can, can you go get the can you go, go get the hose and we can just like <laughs> It broke. Oh my God! It broke. It's terrible. Yeah. It, it bro- yeah. 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 <laughs> but 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 you guys do so much. Mm-hmm. People only think about Red Cross and they think blood, and then they're done. Right. Right. Yeah. But you do so much disaster relief. Mm-hmm. And so, do you all do do volunteers ever? Are they ever allowed to have the opportunity to go to other disaster areas and help? Yes, they can. So uh, if somebody is trained as a local responder, they can respond to a national disaster like the hurricanes or Mm -hmm. any of the larger disasters that happen, the mass casualty incidents. Uh, We provide all of the training. Uh, Most of those folks that you see on TV, those are volunteers. There are very few of me. The organization is uh, made up 90 percent or more of volunteers. Mm -hmm. So um, we do support volunteers when they uh, go uh, out on national disasters. We assist them in paying for their flight. We give them funds to support them while they're in the field. Right. Uh, but those are long, uh, long hours doing good work. Yes, they are. <laughs> and so here's here's my question. OK, mm-hmm. being being totally silly. So you could send me to Hawaii to help people with the with the. The lava and the volcano and the, right, we can help. If, if there was a disaster relief yeah, operation you know in in Hawaii, and well, come us. on now, I'm gonna go help. Now, just I'm, I'm asking, like I could just you know get on a plane and just be in Hawaii. We, you know, we've 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 sent a few people to Hawaii for events before, but yes, if if they request it, we mm-hmm. we scale up is how it works. So. Now, now, what about what about international? We do have some international deployments. Those are uh, we we rely on our uh, international partners to request that help. Right. So those aren't uh, very frequent opportunities, but uh, we do help out internationally wow. if the need is is there. And so the network for the Red Cross is truly, if a person is in need from from a car accident and needing blood all the way to mm-hmm. your home blows away in a hurricane. Right. Red Cross is there. Red Cross is there. And so. If I want to volunteer, uh-huh. tell me again. I need to. I need to take a, a background check. Yep. So you'll complete the volunteer application. The okay. background check that takes between fifteen to twenty minutes to do. If you're pretty savvy with it, uh, we meet you at a coffee shop. One of our favorite places is Sherman Perks or wherever is convenient. We'll meet okay. you there, <laughs> Sherman Phoenix, wherever it is. We okay. love to have lunch, take people to coffee, okay. have a reason to eat. 
uh, and get the application done. And then um, uh, once the background check comes back, uh, we then do the training. It takes about wow. a day. And then we get you your red vest, get you your, your badge, give you access to, to the things you need, and you're ready to go. Wow. And so they have to sign up with the same volunteer system we did. Yep. They can track all their hours. They can yes. do all those things themselves. They'll get information, training, all those things. All of those things will just happen. Just for being a volunteer. Just for being so, a volunteer. So we, we got about a minute left. What do I get from, like, what's the, what's the feeling I should expect when I, when I volunteer? Well, I think is you're helping people at one of the probably the worst moment or one of the worst moments of their life. If, mm-hmm. if they've had a they've lost their home, if, um, you know, uh, a lot of times those homes are destroyed, major damage that uh, are irreparable. And so uh, just being available to be there to give them some immediate financial assistance to help them empower clients to be on their way is pretty, uh, pretty gratifying to be able to do. And does it take an emotional toll on volunteers or are, are those the types of things that you help train through? We do help train through it. We do have disaster mental health that's not only available for um, our clients, but those volunteers that are trained mental health professionals check in on our volunteers as well to make sure they're coping OK, they're doing OK. Uh, but, um, you know, there are those emotional situations that you, you won't forget about. But we do have help right. for our team for that. And that's during and after. Absolutely. Okay. Yep. During and after uh, an event, uh, we always have 24-7 on-call support. Uh, so me and my staff, are, along with a regional team that's available for our volunteers um, during our response. And then after we do have that emotional support. All right. Thank you much. So how do we get in touch with you again? My phone number is 414-739-5993, 414-739-5993, or Shana.Bill, S-H-A-N-A dot B-E-A-L at redcross.org. Disaster Services, American Red Cross here in southeastern Wisconsin, Shana Beal, Disaster Services Director, Grand Poobah, all around, <laughs> do everything. We thank you. I, thank I you, Dr. You Harris. Yeah, right. yeah. Thank you for having us on. All right. Hey, never miss a show by streaming us on multiple platforms, the Truth App, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. Panthers basketball is up next, and then you'll get some Tory Lowe after that and on and on throughout the night. I will see you again in about 22 hours. God bless. Take care. I'm out.